Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Mass Singer Rehab Up here on Reality TV Rehab Ups. I am your host, Liana, the Mascara Boris. And with me today, as always, is the fabulous Puya Ham Hawk Zan Vakili. Puya, how are you doing? Oink, oink. <laughs> no stop that's so weird don't do that yeah well now you know how we're it feels every time i intro <laughs> we're, no. we're restarting we're, we're restarting not. we'll cut it off we'll just cut it off. <laughs> uh so at some point puya said that i was going to be hosting this podcast uh this week puya is of course our our lovely trusted river guide down the journey that is the mass singer river guide I, yeah you know like uh like like uh like a guide as you go on a journey Ooh, is that what it is river. that's a guide i you know what okay <laughs> this is a mess but that's the mass singer podcast and i'm sorry <laughs> wait wait who is that what's coming in what what is that What the Cloodle do's here? What is going on? Cloodle, get out. Get out, Cloodle. Get out of here. I hate it. Sorry. Sorry, team. The Cloodle do just interrupted the podcast. Stop. Make it stop. Liana, this is an hour loop of the Cloodle do song. An hour? Yeah. Oh my god. So oh. Now we we I know what this uh, the official pre-drinking song to this podcast is the Cloodle do <laughs> theme song. I can't believe that. I mean, that's the internet for you. Someone made that. Someone decided, you know what the world it's needs? so niche. Yeah. An, an hour. How many views? How many views does the video have? Uh, good question. Let me go look at it. It's on YouTube. <laughs> Imagine yeah? though, you pull up to the pre-drink here to take a shot. Cloodle do. Can you need a salt? Cloodle do. With a hint of lime. Cloodle yeah, we can make a, We can make a drinking game to it. Yeah. 9.7 thousand views. What? Yeah. I heard myself echo on, <laughs> on yours because I yelled so loud. Apologies, listeners. That is absolutely Ooh. wild. 9,000? 
9,700. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. All right. Well, uh, it's pretty much as ridiculous as the start of this podcast. I don't even know what, what is happening, why we're here, what, what, oof. It's been three hours of mess. We're here to talk about the semifinals. That's right. The semifinals of The Mass Singer season five. I can't believe we're here, but at the same time, it, it, this feels like the appropriate length of a season. It really does. Um, I'm happy. We're 11 episodes in. We're going to finish the season with 12 episodes total. Yeah. That seems perfect. That's three yeah. months of content, and I'm happy. Yeah, this, this, for me, I think has been one of the better seasons since season two, two. I think. I think this yeah. is my favorite since season two. I think it's my favorite since season two as well. And I feel like, although I was initially critical of the game changer what what are they called? What was the Yeti called? I know we'll have to talk about it, but what was the Yeti wild called? Cards. Wild cards, yes. I think the addition of the wild cards combined with the season only being 12 episodes, I think that that is perfect. I think that's perfect for the Mass Singer, and I hope that they stick with this kind of format moving forward because you get to introduce new singers so things are still fresh and fun without doing like the different groups that they did last time or season so season mm-hmm. four when they did group A, B, and C, and you had to wait six weeks to meet. Anyway, whatever. I thought this was perfect. I'm really happy with where we are, but we had, I think, a shocking elimination this episode. And so there's definitely a lot for us to get into. There definitely is. Um, we're we're going to dive into the person who went out immediately because they were the first performer of the night. It was shocking, but also, Liana, on the second watch, I kind of get it. Like, it makes sense now to me. Um, right. But this is how I feel. I feel like three weeks in a row, I've been kind of surprised at the person going which just shows you how strong the lineup has been this season. Truly. Like we said at the final six, anyone could be in the finals and I'm not surprised. And look at, look at us now. I I would not have, if you had given me the, you know, predict the finalists, two of the finalists are missing in my books from where I was standing at the final six. So uh, look at us now. Right. 100%. I think Robopine we had up there. I think the Yeti mm-hmm. we had up there. And so the fact that we've lost these two performers really does, like you said, talk about how strong the rest of the cast is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and this is where we talk about this song choice matters. And oh my God, I, does it. <laughs> and, and I think that's the biggest thing with the Yeti's performance, which, which we'll get into was not a fabulous song choice for him, but. Before we jump into all of that, let's uh, let's do a little a little quick intro intro because we have a guest judge this week. That's right, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish, and also his own country music career. What did you think of our guest judge this week? Uh, Darius was a fun addition. I liked him. I liked him. The guesses were not amazing, but that's fine. No. We allow it. That's completely mm-hmm. allowed. Um, as long as you're entertaining. And I thought he was. I thought he mixed well with the judges, too. So all in all, this was a good spot for Darius Rucker. And I think this was a good get for the mass Singer. Mm-hmm. His cover of Wagon Wheel is fabulous. He's fabulous. So I was happy to have him. And yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I don't think I would be like, oh, my God, please replace X judge with Darius Rucker. But I thought it was a fun time. I was trying to then, of course, my cynical mind is trying to figure out the connection. Is Darius Rucker releasing a new album or <laughs> is he on some other Fox show we don't know about? No, yet? Not everyone's there to plug, though, right? Like, that's the thing to remember. I mean, sure. What? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, also. 
I did not hear them say semifinals, and I wrote down big city finals. So that's what I have titled this episode, the big city finals, which actually doesn't make sense at all. But here we are. Okay, let's talk about the Yeti. Booyah, go. Well, meanwhile, the cloodle do is in the build. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. we'll, we'll so, talk about the clickle cloodle do later. Yeah, we'll talk about the cloodle do. Play the song. No, I wasn't going to do. I didn't play any. I'm not the one doing that. It's like you said his name three times. Cloodle do, cloodle do, cloodle do. And then like, no! he's here now. Like, I'm not doing this. Okay. It's not me. I'm not doing that. It's the, it's the energy of cloodle do. Where Who? are you? Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say his name. Don't say his name. I already said it once. Don't say it. No. <laughs> it's he who must not be named. <laughs> He's <laughs> literally back. the new Voldemort. <laughs> He's, He's back. Clodoldo is back. <laughs> <laughs> Please be getting like really specific TikToks of this one scene from Harry Potter uh, from the fourth book where yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know why. Grim, I don't grim moment, but I keep getting the same scene in like different TikTok, vi- <laughs> like viral TikTok trends. Done, it's nuts. But we move into the Yeti's package, and and Ooh. let's be real. <laughs> Is that you want to move into the Yeti's package? <laughs> You you make fun of me. That's what's gonna happen. I'm, I'll summon oh, the cool do. Um, no, so I want to talk about the Yeti's package. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I want to specify the weight of the Yeti's package. In that mm, the, the girth. <laughs> no, no, relax. No, the clue packages. Here the to change the game. Clue packages. What, Liana, don't make me play this. I will play the tuna yet. I will, literally, I, will, I will turn this podcast around and we're just going to put it the rest hey, of hey. the hour is going to no. be the hour clip. Oh my gosh, we'll do like NGOG and then just play the rest. Yeah, is it April yet? We can do a prank. Is it, is it April Fool's Day? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And also I'm driving this podcast so you can't turn it around. But I'm Anyway, I could be the annoying passenger though. So like you usually are, which is great. Are we are we there yet? All right, talk about the package, the girth of the package. There's no okay, you know what? No, you're not doing this. Uh, this is the problem with giving you the keys. You're driving Uh, us off the cliff. Um speed, baby. So the package. The clue package is plural. This episode we're lacking. Literally, when I say we're talking about the package. General, genuinely, we're barely talking about it. We're just talking about their feelings. And the Yeti's feelings were that um, they open themselves to life or close the door. Those were their two options. They open themselves to a new part. There was forgiveness, a new possibility. I believe this was with regards to their dad. Yeah, it was a relationship um, with his father. Yeah. And then there was a volleyball in the clue. And then they talked about leaving resentment out. And then they said they wanted to celebrate their journey on The mass Singer. And then the song was Celebration by Cool and the Gang. That's right. Celebrate good times. Come on. So, okay, first of all, apart from the fact that I felt like I was at a sporting event with a combination of this song and then the mass Singer clue drop thing, <laughs> I was like, where's my free t-shirt? Uh, it was fine. 
you know what I mean? It was fine. Maybe a bit of a premature celebration. But the thing is, is that the Yeti is just so talented in general. The razzle-dazzle that he brings, he's just a very entertaining performer. So I have a tendency to then kind of just brush off the song to a certain extent mm-hmm. because it feels like he's making up for maybe what wasn't the strongest uh, vocal choice with all the dancing and everything. So I wasn't particularly worried about the Yeti. Although, yeah, when you mentioned on the rewatch, ooh, maybe it's a little crustier than, or, or, you know, you kind of originally felt Rusty. when you were trying to be more critical. Yeah. Crusty. Who said, whose word is that? I, I wouldn't have said crusty. But, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you're feeling crusty. It's crusty. No. Yes. What? He's cr- it's crusty. Okay, describe why it's crusty. Maybe I'll understand if you describe it. Well, because it's just when something it's like the opposite of amazing. You're just feeling a little off. You're feeling crusty. Like when you wake up in the morning and you have little crusties in your eyes, you gotta like rinse them out. You gotta, gotta rinse, the rinse out. The opposite of good is crusty <laughs> eyes. <laughs> no, not not specifically crusty eyes. You can just be crusty. Like, oh, I woke up today and I'm feeling crusty. I'm feeling crunchy. Because you're because no, no, that is not no. Like, oh, I'm feeling pretty crunchy today. That is not yes, a thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. It is. What am I, a hot chip? That is so not a thing. <laughs> it's a it's a phrase that people use. Feeling crunchy is to yeah, feel I'm embarrassed after having done or said something that might cause another person emotional pain or embarrassment. Okay, well, so, it's not okay, but like it, it words evolve, okay? Within the great lexicon of our of our great English language, of course, we must be prepared for language to evolve this is, urban dictionary. This is, no, there's no lexicon here. If anything, it's a long con of you trying to like inception me into it's believing crunchy. that crunchy is your definition. No. But you're like crunchy. feeling crunchy. Liana, so this is an example of feeling crunchy. Would be if you tripped in front of all of us right now. You'd feel crunchy. So you should in fact feel crunchy for trying to tell me that this definition I of think crunchy I said he is felt crusty. He's crusty. You oh, said both. What okay, does, you what? know what? You know what? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Let's Whatever. see. What, what does do feeling crusty mean? No. <laughs> no. What do you think? What do you think about the performance? You go. You go. Go ahead. Oh dear lord! <laughs> <laughs> Just go. <laughs> so Liana put a uh, foot in mouth. Liana is crunchy now. Okay. <laughs> I'm crusty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop that. Okay. Stop well, that's how okay. I've heard it used by the youths. I am around youths. Okay. Are you around the youths? No. You are not. You're the youngest person at I'm, your job. No, are you serious? You're like the third youngest person at your job. No, we work with graduate students and undergrads who are like freaking 19 years old and they're out, they're all out like using the, their words. <laughs> Liana, you say that you work around. You know what? This is not important. This is I, not important. I mentored, I mentored two high school students. Wait, did you say messing with the pen? Is that the lyric? That's what I heard. Let me hear it. Yeah, I think it's pen. I don't know. Messing with the pen? Cloodle-doo. So <laughs> Every other word is a vehicle to get to that cloodle-doo. 
That's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. The rest <laughs> yeah, is filler. Right. <laughs> they could have just, they probably just went to a random word generator and then just, yeah, sure, it's fine. Okay, all right. What did you think about the Yeti? Yeah, so let me get there. You're not letting me get there with your crunchy conversation. Okay. <laughs> crunchy. So, this, you remember last week when I couldn't quite describe what I felt about the Black Swan's performance, where I said, uh-huh. I thought that the vocals are still there and they're banging, but I did not like the song. Mm-hmm. It had a similar reaction to this because I could tell that this was not, this was vocally one of the more weaker performances of the Yeti, but still it was a good performance from the Yeti. Um, mm-hmm. But also you could see that there was a lot more lean on the Yeti's background motif. There was big shade dancers. The motif was cruise ship. Um, the Yeti did a lot of dancing in this one. So I think there was an attempt at, um, covering the mute, the singing, masking right. the song with some razzle dazzle. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a good performance on any other season. Maybe it shakes out that this was a good performance for the night, given that it was the starting one. And then the night just built up from there. Mm-hmm. It was very like in the second watch it was very obvious. The Yeti should go. Now, when we watched it the first night and Leona can attest to this, my jaw dropped when the Yeti got announced as lead. Yeah. I genuinely. tried to take a picture of your face. I'm glad you but didn't. My um, camera was very slow. Oh, sorry, camera. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, you, it was it was funny because it was like watching your emotion go from just completely shocked to then confusion and frustration. It was the, all of the stages of grief in one go. It was amazing. I was anyway, sad. I know I you were sad. really sad. You were really sad, and then you made me comfort you and make you feel better. And you poor little sad thing. I was. I liked. I liked the Yeti and. <laughs> Like, like I, I like the Yeti a lot, um, but yeah, I basically by the end of the night I had an ice box where my heart used to be, oh. um, yeah, and it felt very cold. You poor thing. Oh, you don't get the <laughs> reference. That's that's more <laughs> sad. Um, we move. You know the reference? Do you know what song that is? No. What are you talking about? All right, everyone. Youthful Liana does not know the song "Icebox" by Omarion, but we'll move on. That's fine. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm busy just choking on my own over here. It's fine. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm alive. I did like the giant sunglasses as mm-hmm. the dancers. That was totally weird and right up my alley. So I very much enjoyed that. You know, it, I think it's also challenging with that massive costume because some of the subtle dance moves that he does don't exactly translate. Mm-hmm. in the big old costume just because and he Good comments point. at the end I think it's one of the biggest ones and I think that that's just really challenging it's a cool costume but I think definitely you know it kind of limits a few things that he could do I mean, in, the, in a season of quote game changers the Yeti not only comes in as a wild card and survives all the way to the final four but also is the first and only person to have ever performed with rollerblades on and killed it so <sighs> yeah, there's a there's, lot to hang your hat on to me, this is very similar to the seahorse where even if the Yeti wasn't ultimately going to win, it feels like such a snub to not have them in the final three. Right. And like, I think this season, it's very much indicative to how good the season is and how strong right. the final six were. Literally, any of them could have been the one leaving tonight and I would have been feeling the same way probably. And that's what I figured when I was sad about the Yeti was yeah, you'd feel this way if any of them went, uh, except for the piglet, just because I don't like the costume. But if the piglet right. 
the performer leaves, I would also feel sad in that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, this was again, great way to start the episode. I had fun, but also the Arnie's not lost on me that the Yeti said, I want to celebrate my time. And then the mass singer said, time for you to leave. (laughs) (laughs) We celebrated now. Get out. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Your celebration load. (sighs) He blew his package. Okay. So the other things for the Yeti is they are now doing the mass singer clue drop where they drop a parachute with a clue attached to it. Mm-hmm. This one was for Nicole and it was Santa Monica. And then the Yeti said something about rubbing elbows with Nicole. So did did that did you did you know what that meant? You drop a clue. clue I mean, I'm oh. assuming they met they 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 have been in the same spot at Santa Monica together one time. Like that's what it is. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, come on. That's again the, the clues. Even like Jenny said, you just stretch them out a little bit. I'm sure they've run into each other once or twice, right? Okay, so I looked up the lyrics to Cloodle Do. It's messing with the panel. Is that lyric? I mean, I thought it would be panel, but it doesn't sound it. Let's see. Yeah, you can hear it. Panel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very. It's like yeah, anything for a rhyme, huh? Mess with the panel. Yeah. All right. So good. I'm glad that we have flown over that and now let's fly in with the black swan who is our next performer of the evening I missed the clue package due to the link dying so I have no notes for the clue package well lovely then that means we're going to lean on my clue package so here to save the day PZV. Mm-hmm. Alright, nailed it. Oh, we okay. should make a parody. Oh my god, we should make this a TikTok song. No, we should not. <gasps> when I do my sh- okay, don't tell anybody, but when right, I do mute, my Instagram. Mute your mute, okay, mute, mute your mute okay, your I'll microphone. Mute. You okay, don't, don't give out your deals. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Right. I'll, I'll mute real so, quick. Okay. So the black swan it. talks about feeling free. Um, there's a maple leaf in the clue, which everyone focuses on the maple leaf. It pretty much becomes the main part of the whole thing. Um, and then there's a name tag that says, hello, my name is one, which I'm assuming stands for one word, AKA Jojo. They go by one word, like share, like Madonna, Jojo, Puya. They're all, all one word. <laughs> so that's the clue there. Don't laugh. Be on, they want to be unafraid. They've been unafraid. And then there was an origami crane, um, in the clue package as well. So, Actually, I want to give a quick shout out to um, our buddy Edmo, who messaged me and put me onto this because I had not listened to the song before, wildly enough. Jojo and Wiz Khalifa have a song together. Oh, no way. Yeah, from like 2017. Um, It's F Apologies. And Mm -hmm. uh, I listened to it. It It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. As a fan of both, I was shocked that I didn't know it, but also, you know, fair enough. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. It happens. Things yeah. happen. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah, that was a cool package. And then, as far as the the performance goes, Tequila by Dan and Shay. Literally two notes in, I was hooked. I was happy. I didn't want the Black Swan to leave. Um, I love the lamps in the background. It was like a bunch of bunch of lamps, a lot of lamps. 
Um, and it was just a smooth performance. I was, I couldn't have been happier with everything that went down there. I really couldn't have. This was a great performance, but by the Black Swan. And I felt like it was a, it was immediately evident to me that it was stronger than the Yeti's performance on the night. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Okay. So I 100% agree with that. The one thing I will say is I feel like the arrangements the past two weeks for her just haven't been my personal preference. There's something kind of weird about the timing. When I listen to them again, I, I usually like them more and I felt like this song was really great to show off a lot of her texture she was able to hit you know those crazy runs which again just shows off the vocal control that she has so I I think once I looked a little bit closer I liked it more and same thing with what Ken said this is this emotional journey that we're going on and I really felt that coming from the Black Swan and I did you know you're sort of mentally ranking the contestants as they go against each other. And I would rank Black Swan above Yeti for this performance. Yeah, I think that was very clear for me as well. I just thought everything to me, everything came together really good with like the the yellow lighting. Again, you know, I'm a sucker for a smoky floor. Floor was smoky. Mm. I'm happy. Okie dokie. Um, that rhymed. Amazing. But yeah, I, I couldn't have been happier. And I was just thrilled that in my head, Black Swan had punched their ticket to the final. Right. I think that the animations also in this episode were really good. They did the floating lamps. And then for the piglet, they did the rain, which I thought was really cool. So I just felt like the editing and the animations on this episode were really on point as well. And that was something that I think really added to the ambiance of her performance, even though it was just for us viewers at home. Mm-hmm. We are very happy viewers at home. Here to change game. Okay, 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 okay. All right. So the drop clue was celebrity VIP, and this was for Robin because I guess they met at an after party, which is you know Mm. the same thing as Omarion's with Santa Monica. And then we get the Bjork guess from Ken, which I just classic Ken, classic Ken, bringing us back. Oh, memories! Remember season two? Ah. Although it is fitting that he would do a callback to season two, given the fact that I think this is the best season since season two. Well, just one woman's opinion. Yeah, no, that's fair. Honestly, it really is. I do think that for me, as far as the clue, the guesses went from the people mm-hmm. that Bjork was obviously ridiculous. But then also we had Alanis Morissette from Darius, which was wild. Um, and Carly Rae Jepsen was Robin's guest, which you've heard us say things like this multiple times. This time's no different. She needs to be on the show. I think she'd be a great guest for the show. Yeah, I think she'd be a great guest for the show. I think it was because they were all focused, so focused on Canadians, forgetting that maple syrup is also made in Vermont, but fine. No, the maple Vermont erasure. Only acceptable. No, it's just Canada. Get it right. No, because when I would drive up to see you, I would drive through Vermont and I always thought about buying some. Because it's like good. It's a good. It's the second best maple. Okay. All right. Anyway. What else? Anything else about the Black Swan? No. Um, just Nicole. I did write down Nicole made a comment of she's finishing strong. Um, which I do like these little throw comments that we get from the judges right before they transition us either to commercial or the next performer throughout the season. Mm-hmm. This time she's finishing strong by Nicole. I thought that was a good one to note. I think if I'm predicting stuff, I think the Black Swan's in the final two come thir- uh, Wednesday night. I think the Black Swan's going to make it into the final two and is going to be having a 50-50 chance of winning this. 
I would agree with that. I think it's going to really depend on the song choices as always, because absolutely, I think the piglet is really putting in a lot of effort towards the end of this competition. I feel like the piglet has only gotten better. I've liked more and more and more of the performances. And I feel especially this week was just absolutely outstanding between last week and this week. Piglet's got it going on. Talk, talk about some ham hocks. Stop. Stop with the ham hocks. Stop. <laughs> You're a ham hawk. <laughs> Wait, no. what was it? If sausage is to... No, no, we're not doing that here. No. Okay. No. Right. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, then let's change our colors and crawl on over to the chameleon, who is the next performer in this week's episode. I wrote down the clues this time. (laughs) So the chameleon's clue package was all about his ability to adapt and adjust, and then talked about the fact that he moved around a lot as a kid. There was also a double-decker bus. And lots of rainbows. What did you think? Yeah, and then the bricks. Don't forget the the bricks. And the bricks. Another brick in the wall. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, so let's talk about the... Let's just skip to the performance. Because like I said, I feel like these... Um, <laughs> all of these... For, why are you laughing? You didn't like my description of the random things I could write down. <laughs> no, I just... I mean, I said earlier, the clue packages are lacking. Yeah, it's a whole 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 bottle of nothing. Yeah. So the chameleon comes in and and does a rendition of Oh Boy. And I don't really so I don't love this song personally. It's like I've listened to it, it's on my playlist, but it's not a it's one of the you know, you know songs you have on the playlist where at this point they're you're not removing them from the playlist, but you'll skip them when they come on. That's where Mm -hmm. this song is for me. there's way better songs that the chameleon's done in my opinion that I vibe to but and I remember listening to it on the night Liana on the couch with no headphones just watching it on TV it did not feel 
like the best performance. It actually, I think compared to the other performances from the chameleon, it felt like a weaker rendition or a weaker song than what we've been familiar with. But then when you listen to it on headphone the next day, it was hitting. I enjoyed it. The biggest thing that I think I've noticed with the judges too, as they show us cuts of it, every time the chameleon is performing, you feel like you're at a festival. You feel like you're at a concert. You feel like you're like, it feels like a regular performance. It doesn't feel like, oh, I'm on the set of The Masked Singer listening to someone do a cover of someone. It just feels like you're at a concert. And I mm-hmm. think that entire experience goes a long way in this. And once again, they killed it with the chameleon's background. The, the background looked super cool. The dancers look good. The lights look good. So it was an all-around well-encompassing performance. And genuinely, I think I'm ready to say, if it's not been said yet, that the... um chameleon is better than any other rapper we've had on the show period straight up oh better than busta rhymes better as far as like the contenders to the crown go oh well my boy busta was my boy busta was robbed day one night one and and they had to let flipping bag make it to the next round uh, because he had he got a gig at the mass dancer it's all a conspiracy i tell you but also shout out to Buster Rhymes for um, having the best rap song done on the show with the chameleon doing um, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See by Buster Rhymes that one time. Loved it mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. 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 Would you say that he's here to change the game? Uh, no, that's <laughs> what this person Okay, I, I'm into it. I, I like it now. You you're trying to make me not play it, and I'm gonna keep playing okay. it. So it's not gonna work on me. No, no, it's yeah. fine. You can keep playing it. I mean, you tell me what you feel about the chameleon because I know I can say firsthand. We both know chameleon is my bag. Like he is right. everything I want in a performer. So and it's my it's the genre I enjoy the most. So I appreciate him a lot, maybe more than most. But I want to know what your takes are on the chameleon here. Okay, we've talked about this before, but I'll say it again for the people in the back. Even though. It's not my favorite genre of music. I can still recognize skill. And because people people think rapping's easy, all right? Rapping's not easy. This uh-uh. takes a lot of talent and a lot of skill. And the fact that he's able to flow so smooth and do it on so many different so- like types of songs, right? Because there is some versatility within his performances, I think, even though it doesn't like initially seem that way. That I recognize and that I place a lot of value on. And so I, yeah, thought that the chameleon was probably going to get eliminated here because the mass singer has a tendency to reward the singers or you have to have a ton of razzle dazzle like frog. But here we see the chameleon succeeding because he's so good at what he does. I think one of the just sort of underlying, one of the underlying I don't know, frustrations. I I don't know. I don't know exactly what the word is, but the fact that what I personally look for and who I want in a winner is someone who has a lot of diversity. So I think about T 
T-Pain, for example, who can do so many different types of songs, or the Fox, for example, that can do so many different, like, he's got some rap verses in there that he's going to do as well. Now, is he the chameleon level? No, of course not. But he's able to do a lot of different types of performances as well. Whereas the chameleon doesn't have that, or the, the, yeah, the chameleon doesn't have that. The chameleon is so successful at what he does. However, personally, I like someone who has the diversity. So I think the son, when she did Lizzo, that to me is a perfect example of someone who she's not a rapper, but she was able to do that was well, it wasn't the strongest, but she demonstrated that on top of all of the other songs that she sang. That's a fair assessment. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. I feel like we've been conditioned to think that the chameleon's going to be the easy out from the final six. And here's the chameleon at the final three. Now, would we be honest in saying that the chameleon is probably the long shot to win? Thousand percent. But is there a part of me that thinks that if the chameleon picks the right song, chameleon can take it? Absolutely. And, you know, last week I came in with chest and said, Hey, uh, they're saying game changer, game changer. What if the game changer is that a wild card wins? No. What if the game changer is that a rapper wins? How about that? How would that be? Because our honestly, I think the black swan is our diversity person this year with like their range and having mm-hmm. more of the unique different things they can offer. I mean, obviously last week they did a rendition of a song completely different to what I know it to be the Ed Sheeran song. And I think that. She's got that in the back pocket. The piglet, however, is kind of just doing the piglet stuffs. Piglet be pigletting. So mm-hmm. um, it's just a matter of whose song choice is going to be how. I personally am very happy that they have someone who is at the final three, who isn't all about the razzle dazzle, who is just good at their trade, which is rapping and is able to create an environment that is enjoyable for everyone involved to the point where they've made it to the final three. Because I think if you look at the frog, the frog did way better in the razzle thousand department. The frog was dancing, was doing the moonwalk and the frog suit going ham. And, and they made it all the way to the final three. But here you have the chameleon, not really dancing, just completely through vibes through the rap is making it to the final three. So I'm keen to see how it goes. But if you made me fill out parchment here tonight of who's in the final two and who's third place, I'm giving third place to Chameleon and I'm putting Piglet and Black Swan sight unseen into the final two. But it all comes down to what song choices are happening. Because genuinely, Liana, if the Chameleon comes in and picks like a very, very feel good song, a very vibe heavy song, the Chameleon could take it genuinely. Well, who yeah, I agree with you. And I think that the chameleon has a shot to win. And I started going through my range of emotions depending on which contestant ultimately is announced the winner. And I'm not upset with the chameleon winning. I thought I would be, but I'm not. Just because I recognize how talented he is. And I'm I'm ultimately I'm happy that he was able to make it to the final three and has a shot at winning because we've seen these rappers on the mass singer consistently go out. And like you talked about or an early and like you talked about with the frog, it was almost more of the razzle dazzle. That was what got him through, not necessarily just the rapping. And so I feel good about it and I'm happy that his talent is being recognized. OK, yeah, same. big, same. OK, big, same. The yes, okay. What else do I so have? The I have a lot of guesses. comments on the weird lizard dancers. 
and the dinosaur head the- backup dancers. I thought I thought they were weird. <laughs> I, they didn't really like they, the dancing was weird, but they didn't take away from the chameleon being center stage, which I do appreciate. Well, because he's massive. He's he's giantly tall and he's got that big old headpiece that makes him even taller and he's bright colors. How do you not look at that costume? It's phenomenal. It's a great costume. All right. The clue drop was for Darius Rucker here. There was a snake. Was it a snake? I don't remember. Phoenix did say Phoenix. I also wrote corn dogs were delicious. Is that does that mean a thing? Yeah, so the the whole thing with this was that um they shared the stage and oh, Phoenix cons- was there. Yes. Oh, and the Phoenix was there. Yes, yes, yes. The, like the wording, the wording wanted you to believe that the Phoenix was a nod to Caitlyn Jenner from earlier in the season. However, I did my research. This is if I'm correct in that this is Wiz Khalifa, which I've been mm-hmm. saying from the first note from the first episode. In 2014 in Arizona, Wiz Khalifa and Darius shared the stage. Boom. There you go. Boom. All right. And I, I think you're right. We've been nail on the head so far. Should we? All of these. Quick, quick halt. Quick halt here. Should we look at the golden ear contention right now? Well, uh, doesn't Robin get one after? So it's one, two, two, zero. No, no. I mean the the contention within this podcast. Oh, no. Thank you. But I appreciate the offer. All right. So speaking of oink, oink offers. No. No. That wasn't good. Speaking of ham hocks, the piglet. Listen, the only reason, the only reason you don't want us to talk about the is golden I'm gonna ear lose. is because you're in a lot of truffle. <laughs> Similarly oh! to the piglet. Applause, sir. That's how you do it. That's how you segue. Oh, wow. I can't think of another pig thing. All I could think of was snoot. <laughs> like, boop it's, to snoot. It's, that's not of a the thing. piglet. It's <laughs> snout. The snoot. Boop the snoot. Please, please just move on. <laughs> okay, well, we're in a bit of a teacup over here with the piglet. <laughs> the piglet loves the simple life and there's also the Fortnite llama eh, eh, what did you are you pausing me I didn't do anything here to change the game alright there's also a mirror and I wrote down very 80s movie vibes but again the clue package you know come on well, it's After- next no, I'm officially going to make a a rule. We'll call it a Puyaism, if you will. Okay. After the third performance of any given performer, the clue packages don't mean much, but a segue to what song they're doing. Because mm. well, there's always a lot about how I felt last week. When I performed last week, I was so nervous. Yeah, exactly. But no, and every time they're nervous and it changed their lives. <laughs> every time. <laughs> <laughs> and this is their comeback and they've had a, huff, a hard time, right? That's we always anyway. Exactly. Okay. Well, the piglet here, the song that the piglet did was Phil, Phyllis and Puya. 
Are you asking because you oh, don't bruises know? Bruises by Lewis Capaldi. I no, I know, I knew, I knew that the whole time. So you have to wait for the video to load, didn't you? No, no, it's Bruises by Lewis Capaldi. As we all know, I'm famous Lewis Capaldi fan, and um, wow, I thought this was really strong. I love the raindrop animation. Like I said, I think he's only gotten better, and I think the performances have only gotten stronger. No, the piglet has literally <laughs> just been on an upward. No, no, no. I'm agreeing oh, oh, with you. Oh, okay. Let me finish before you pass judgment, Leanna. There's a big problem with you. I thought we were going to be in a truffle. I've already made that joke. I yeah, I, It's a callback. Yeah, that's snout what this is all about. Okay. <laughs> snoot. Boop the snoot. Like when you boop the snoot, you boop it. You you boop. The what snoot. is a snoot? Saw, the San Antonio the San Antonio Zoo put out a TikTok where they went around and they booped the snoots of all the animals, and they booped the snoot of the possums, and they booped the snoot of the porcupines. They booped all the snoots. It's where you tap them on the nose. I'll show you with clam later. Sometimes, sometimes, I feel like people listen to these weird anecdotes you have about the snoots and the TikTok that your TikTok page. <laughs> I want people to know that we are a very lively and happy couple <laughs> and Liana's not sitting there watching these sad TikToks all day. I'm gonna boop your, it's not a sad TikTok, it's a cute TikTok. You, okay, it, you take a cute animal and then you push it on the nose and then it goes, ah, and it's really cute. <laughs> and it like stretches its little arms. It goes, ah, when you boop the snoot. We're in a very happy relationship, I promise. <laughs> I'll sh- I'll show you. I'll show you. You'll get it. You'll get it. You just you just don't it. understand right now. Yeah, it's fine. You'll get it. Well, you know what you I did it. understand is mm-hmm. that this performance by the piglet, in my opinion, was the strongest one of the night. And I Ooh. felt like from everything with the rain animation to the fireworks at the beginning, the two subtle dancers in the back, and obviously the impeccable vocal performance by the piglet. The piglets, I think it's piglets game to lose. Genu- genuinely. I think the piglet has been doing better and better and better and better um, against what I like, right? Because it's not what I want. But it is a thing that I am cognizant of and good for the piglet. Again, no beef against the person behind the piglet costume. All the beef against the costume of the piglet. So, right. right. I just, yeah, I just don't think there's, and like the the piglet had a little raincoat on this time around with the outfit change. That was so, super cute. I did like that. Yeah, yeah. So looking like Paddington Pig, like it's great. <laughs> okay. You know, because um, Paddington Bear was wearing a raincoat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Paddy, I saw Dave Jorgensen made a Paddington two tick. Anyway, it's not important. Okay. Yeah, did you tell us more on. about how much you're on TikTok? <laughs> Okay, you know what? I don't want to hear it. Uh, but here's what I do want to hear about the clue. No, oh wait, I had an idea. Uh, if if the piglet ends up winning, this is very much I feel Joey Fatone and Nick Carter walked, so Nick Lachey could run type situation. Oh. Where eventually we're gonna have a boy bander win. It, I think it's just yeah. a matter of which boy bander. Wild. Why? I would not have bet on Nick Lachey, to be honest with you. I know, right? He wouldn't have been my top choice either. I thought it would have been... I probably would have picked Nick Carter if I had to pick one of them. But that's neither here nor there. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? If if the Black Swan or the Chameleon win, 
<laughs> we can call them the Hamburglar because they're going to rob the piglet. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Oh, look, dress like Grimace over here. That's you. You're dressed like Grimace. I'm not dressed like Grimace. Who was dressed? We were watching 90 Day and Colty's dressed like Grimace. It was awful. No, but you said it about uh, Libby's father also. It's Chuck. You said it about Chuck. Yeah, too. Chuck was what? full so, on grimacing. Yeah, so now everybody's over here dressed like Grimace. Oh, you're going to come on over here dressed like Grimace. That's good. That's just a good general insult. We should start using that more often. I already do. But I mean, in general, Get people, to my like, level. Okay. no, okay, so let's say Joey comes into work and I'll be like, oh, you're looking like Grimace today. Dress like Grimace. Will that work? That might be too insulting. You wouldn't want to go in on Joey like that. I don't think, I don't think he'll know. He's French. I don't think he'll get it. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's so lucky. I'm so upset that I get McDonald's humor. It's awful. I hate it. I hate it. Classic. I wish I did. Well, you know what else is classic? Poker, because that was the clue, the drop clue to Jenny, and it was a poker chip, which she believes to be a charity poker event. Makes sense. Which that I'm sure, sense. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm sure they've rubbed elbows or whatever at some point in time with their corn dogs. So, all right. Anything else for the piglet? Oink, oink. I just, I mean, I, I said what I said. I think the piglet's going to be in the running to take this home, and we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. on Wednesday whether or not that happens now if the piglet or the black swan win Liana wins the draft if the chameleon wins I win the draft which if I win with the chameleon that's going to be the wildest thing to have happened in our draft history that would be pretty wild but I'm also fine with that yeah no this season unlike any other season we've had so far yeah because in season two there were two people I would have not minded winning and they both made it to the final two, so it worked out. Um, but no, this season, literally, any of them win, I'm coming on the podcast the next day and saying, amazing season. It's been an amazing season. And there's no two ways to look about it. The only bit of rough spot on the um, show this season has been the Cloodle Doom. And so the Cloodle Doom comes in and is going to decide randomly well, I'm done making fun of you for the season, and now I'm going to reveal my identity. But first, I'm going to sing for you. And then comes in and just tears the house down with Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison and and does really good. I thought it was very fun. I enjoyed that the Cluedo Duke does give us a performance, even though I'm shading it right now. And what did you think of the performance? Because I thought I thought this was great, and I thought this was exactly why I guessed who I guessed last week for the cool do. Right. And you were correct, so I believe that's a point for you for the Mast Ear uh, trophy. Boom. And so... I got two this week. You did. You got two this week. I'm happy that they finally figured out a way to get him on the show, so hopefully the panel will stop guessing. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. So my theory, Liana, was that and, and I'm not going to lie. It's one of those things where, you know, how in the circle after they've had a person leave and then return in the game again, that makes them more succinct to think about, oh, what if someone's returning again? And then the second mm-hmm. person that does that is screwed. That's how I felt when Nick Cannon was a wild card, because right. that made me think who else is in the family that they would bring in a non competing role to be on the show 
Because if they were a competitor on the show and they made it far, the show's rigged. It's not fair. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. This is where we land with. That's why I went with Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. I mean, look, it was good. It was a good guess. I still like my idea better (laughs) as a promotion for Lego Masters. Nice. (laughs) It's a great idea. Thank you very much, Fox. If you're listening, you're welcome. But here's the problem with your idea is that Will Arnett, his show's not on until after the Mass Singer's over. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't his show take over the Mass Singer slot? Exactly. So keep watching, folks, because in one week, the Lego Masters is going to be back. Back, 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 back again. So, ta-da, cross-promotion. I'm a genius. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Well, uh, uh, I, you're not. I like do you are you, you are you enjoying hosting? Can I just drop in and ask you that? I wasn't mentally prepared for this today, but I'm doing a great job, and I think I'm very successful. Good job, me. Good job. I just you. Well, you offered to back. do it. Okay. Well, yes, but you said I had to, and then I then you said we don't no, have to. And I already no, said that I, I yes, yes. You said you were like you're going to host, and that was a couple days ago, and then I forgot, and then you said, oh, remember you're hosting, and then I, I said, said I said you're going to host. You're like okay. I was like for real. You're like yeah, okay. I was like okay, cool. Yeah. Because I'm a consummate professional. I'm a prof a professional. All right. I don't just show up. I took I took some notes like I wrote down farm thibg. I spelled thing wrong. I wrote farm t h h b g for the piglet right. under the clue package. So there. Feel free to segue us out of here then. <laughs> well, then let's talk about the unmasking because that's another thing that happened in this episode. No, tell me about you didn't talk about the Cluedo Loose performance at all. Oh yes, I thought it was fun. I. Thought that the all the chicken dancings with the newspapers was was super weird, but in a good I way. Them. The chickens oh, I, were the I, worst <laughs> part of the performance for me. Why <laughs> they were distracting? This it was like the Cluedo's costume is actually pretty sick, and mm-hmm. the chickens look like the most budget thing we've seen on the show in forever. They they did. They did. They did look quite budget. I thought at first they were trying to trick us and that Cloodledoo was one of them. But then I saw mm-hmm. the dancers compared to Cloodledoo's costume and it was very much, you know, when you order something online when it arrives, that vibe. Very, very yeah. wish level of the costumes. But this was the end of our Cloodledoo saga. What did you, overall, you don't like Cloodledoo being included. In the Cloodle Clues. No, no, no. I didn't mind. Here's the thing. I didn't mind Cloodle Do when it was like, ooh, I'm going to pop up and hit you with a Chiron clue in the bottom right. What I didn't like was this fake feud of, ooh, we hate the, like Ken Jong at the end. Even though I hate you, you did very, like, shut up. You don't hate him. Like, that's not a thing. Like, Robin straight up said, I'm going to cook this chicken. Like, Robin (laughs) was going to cook the Cloodle Do. That is ridiculous to me. That was kind of weird that all of a sudden they just started this feud with the Cluedo Do. Maybe because the audience didn't like the Cluedo Do. And then they said, no. all right, well, if we make the panel hate Cluedo Do, then we'll be fine. There was just there was just no no legitimacy to the, the feud to me. I just felt like they didn't do enough with the Cluedo Do to warrant a feud, but then they did too much in that. I feel like 
I don't know. It just didn't. It just it, something didn't add up there. What I will say is I enjoy them giving us more reveals. Obviously, I'm a sucker for them. We've talked about how one of the best parts of the show is fi- trying to figure out who is who and getting a little bit of extra clues, more unmasking. I'm here for that, especially if it's in a non compromising the performances role. Right. Because if you think about it, the did this season have the most people? No, it had 16 total. Right. Which is not the most. I think 18 was the most in season two. Or was it 18 in season two? Anyways, I liked it. I liked having another unmasking. I think it worked. What I would probably ease up on is let's focus on the singers and less on the non-entity that suddenly people want to cook. Okay, now just saying, hearing you say all of this put together, the Cloodle do literally gave us more clues. So why would the panel be in a feud with the Cloodle do? I know the so, song says messing with the panel, <laughs> but how did the well, Cloodle do mess with the panel? It's, so here's the thing. So the Cloodle Do's clues were exclusive to the home audience, I'm pretty sure. So the panel doesn't get the Cloodle clues. But also, that's what I'm talking about with regards to there was not enough to warrant hate for the panel. There was like one moment where they're like, oh, I'm going to block the piglets like blank item that everyone else's you got to see. You know, like the whole extra clue of, oh, here's right. what we stole from their mailbox. They're like, oh, the piglet's not going to get one this time. Like that's the kind of little things the Cloodle Do did, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's like one of those things of if you removed, if you loosen the salt shaker and I went to pour salt and then salt hit the table, like it's annoying, but am I going to cook you over it? No, that's ridiculous reaction. And like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's when that. and like that ruins a whole meal. Whereas with them, it's like, oh, you didn't give me one clue. It's fine. I have these 12 other clues that I've already gotten. So I don't care. Mm. Right. That's well, what I'm saying. Someone sent me a message that said the true Cloodle do were the friends we made along the way. And I think that that's really the most appropriate way to talk about the Cloodle do. Do you want to hear the full lyrics? Uh, Sure. Are you going to sing them? You better sing. No, them. no, no. Here you sing change, them. Sing them. Here to change the game. Cloodle do messing with the panel. Cloodle do giving all the clues. Cloodle do. Mm-hmm. Who's this crazy rooster? Help to solve the game. Yeah. So he's there to help. Yes, us. We yeah. are supposed to like the oh. Cloodle do. Hmm. From a the narrative Cloodle do is our friend. Yeah, but then are we supposed to like the panel? Because putting those two forces opposed to one another seems like an odd narrative choice. If we're supposed to it's like weird. Both. It's like saying, hey, the so Here's Robin Hood robbing the rich and feeding the poor, but also Robin Hood's a villain. It's like, no, but Robin Hood's doing a good thing. We like the poor. Is Robin Hood like the Walter White is like an anti-hero type situation with the It's not Robin Hood, sorry, Clue will do, not Robin Hood. Um, Oh, he's a Walter White. Well, again, uh, it's still helpful to us at home. Whereas I think Walter Roy was much more selfish and then ultimately yeah. ended up acting out of, well, anyway, we're not going to talk about Brig Death. If I was cocky, I would say I didn't even need the Cluedle Do. I thrived without him. Well, I will say the Cluedle Do clues helped me get three of them, I think. <laughs> so I needed the Cluedle Do. All right. I'm here for Cluedle so Clue. Are you here for if next season, season six, it's still Cluedle Do, but they just put a different person in the costume? Ah, interesting. So, like, it's still Batman, but it's a different actor. Right, exactly. 
Oof, I don't know. That can really go all different types of ways because remember that time they made the Edward Norton version of the Hulk and that was just really bad. And then Mark Ruffalo came in and did the Hulk and then it was much better. And then I think wasn't Eric Bana at one point the Hulk? Anyway, I think the point is, so, is that... I mean, the, the James Bond keeps changing every every handful of movies, so that's a thing. Did I tell you I went to the premiere of one of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies? When you say a premiere, what does that mean? It, we went down to the studios in Hollywood and we there was this what? whole party and they had martinis and stuff. Yeah, because we knew somebody who was involved in the industry and they only had four tickets or something. And anyway, whatever. It's not important. But I Which remember one? being very well, I okay. I remember drinking a lot of very strong martinis. <laughs> and so the movie I remember a little bit of <laughs> what year was, it was this? A great that time. This I don't think it was Casino Royale. Senior, I don't think you were out year. there. It was my senior year, so it was twenty. I think it was. I don't think it was Skyfall. It would have been the other what one. Came out in twenty thirteen. Yeah, that one. Uh, let's see. Twenty thirteen. Skyfall. Oh, what's Skyfall? Twenty twelve oh, was Skyfall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it must have been in twenty twelve then. Okay. All right. Oh, whatever. We're we're losing the thread like this entire podcast is. Let me go back to my actual notes. Oh, we lost the thread when we when we did the start of the Mass Singer podcast. Genuinely. That's true. The thread's always been lost, but we somehow string it along together. What are you speaking over me for? We're here to change the podcasting game. Here to change the game. Liana B. Here to change the game. Puya Z B. Yeah? What do you think? We can make our own parody? Doesn't segue well, Liana B. <laughs> <laughs> what well, does like it doesn't matter? We got a panel here to change the panel, whatever. Anyway, okay. Yeah, jokes, Liana B. No, humor me. The panel guest, their first guesses for the Yeti. Ken guest Justin Bieber. Nicole guest Jason Derulo. Jenny guest. I didn't write it down. And Robin guessed, <laughs> and Robin guessed correctly. You didn't even do the homework right. <laughs> Okay, you know what? There were some issues with the stream that we watched. Mario. Jenny guessed Mario. Yes. Very good, Jenny. Close but no cigar because Robin is the one who gets a point here. And I think, Puya, you get a point too. That's right. I get two points this episode. I got... For Pluto do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Donnie Wahlberg and Omarion, thank you for putting me in the lead. I think I was pointless until this point. Um, I don't remember. I think so because let me look at the cast real quick. I don't think I had anyone else until like the second performance. Um, which I think I think if we call us call it a dunzo, I think this mathematically eliminates you from winning the golden year. Okay, well that's just rude. How do you know? Because I feel like we've discussed it at this point. We both have um, Nicholas we both have Nick Lachey, so we're going to tie there. I know oh, I have Wiz. You have Wiz. Yeah. Shoot. Mm. Oh, shoot. Oh, shucks. Well, that's okay. The true Cloodle Doos are the friends we made along the way. Isn't that right? <laughs> Indeed, they are. Indeed, they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this was a fun, fun season for the Veiled Guesses. And I think next time, Liana, we should just do the thing where we write them, we put them in an envelope. We hand them over to each other and then we live open each other's and read them out. I think that's the way because I've done horribly with like writing them down. I just know because of the ones that I 
like thought of in the moment that I got right. Like if the ones I got wrong, I just know I got wrong. I don't remember who I guessed. So I think for comedy and for podcast purposes, we should document them. So we have the wrong guesses so we can laugh at how stupid the wrong ones are. Yeah, I, I like that idea. I, because I keep track of what I write down for my first impression guess, I wrote an Usher type, but not Usher. That's, so. See, that's like you do realize, Liana, if you put a guess like you might as well leave it <laughs> blank. That will give you nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I was close. It's like so. an entertainer that is also a singer, but is not a performer. Like, what is that? It's vague. A grocery store is a place you go to buy groceries. <laughs> okay. All and right. there we have it, folks. That Scene. is the semifinals, a.k.a. the big city finals of the Mass Singer season five. Done and dusted. And then that takes us to next week. So obviously next week is the finale. We're going to get a crowned winner. Uh, Leanne Rhymes is going to have to pass the crown over. Mm-hmm. And I'm keen to see who gets to take it and who usurps the sun for the title of the Masked Singer champion. Of course, this is going to be a very big episode. It's going to be a good one. So I think we're going to record to give you a little bit of an idea. We're going to record a little bit later than usual for this finale one. By like later, I mean like maybe a day. So I'm going to put up a question thread, obviously, in the RHAP patron group. And if you have any questions about anything, now that the season will be done by Wednesday, please send us your questions on Twitter, in the Facebook group, on Discord, anywhere you can find us, basically. Shoot your question. We will answer as many of them as we can. And uh, that'll be a great way for us to wrap up the season next week, Liana. Okay, I want to revisit the toes real quick. So there were 146 toes. And yes. now we have a better idea of all the people. So let's see. There was, uh, let's see, one, two, three. Does Nick Cannon count? He should, right? He was still a wild card. I guess he should count. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15. There were 15 human contestants and then Kermit the Frog. So that's 150 plus that's 158. There's a lot of people missing toes. Because if it's 158 minus 146, that's 12 toes that are missing. I don't like this game anymore. (laughs) I... I just I don't understand. Is everybody missing one toe? Is this the the nine toe season of the mass singer? Or do they not count Kermit the Frog? I think they messed up. I think they messed up on the math somewhere. I think they did, too, because even if you don't count Kermit, right, that's still what did I say? How many people? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That's still fifteen people. That's still 150 toes. And you're missing mm-hmm. six. Okay, well, I mean, that's more realistic that you have four toes missing. Maybe, maybe, ooh, what if all of the Russian dolls, they're related, right? They're all brothers. Maybe they all have the same toe style with less toes. That's not a style. Do you think Bobby Brown is missing a couple toes? Liana, you are asking the entirely wrong person this. What do you mean you don't know? 
Why would I know anyone's toes? I, I know, people's I know. feet are none of my business. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, whatever. Anyway, I was really hoping that that toe clue would be helpful, and I really don't think it is. So I'm just, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I mean, literally, all you could have done was go to like Toe Wiki, if that's even a thing, and looked up yes, famous people yes. okay. who are lacking toes. Did I go to celebritytfeet.com? Yes, I did. Did I try to look at pictures of everyone's toes? Yes, I did. And I couldn't find right. any of them with missing toes of the ones I could um, find. And now I have no, a really I'm surprised. ad that comes up on Amazon, and I don't want to talk about it. Well, it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that there was a missed opportunity to have a cow on the show. Why? Because they lack toes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the finale, folks. Finale next week. It's going to be great. Liana, thank you for taking the hosting reins. Yeah, it really means for, a lot. Thank you for giving me these opportunities. Don't even. <laughs> these not. You know, I'm not going to edit this podcast, right? It's going to go directly care, right? to the the download spot. <laughs> well, you're going to cut out the beginning, though. I am not cutting anything out. Oh well, that's that's me here to change the game. Ani, it'll do. <laughs> uh, all right, great showing. All right, so Puya, where can people find you on social media? What are you up to? People can find me on all majors. You, do you want to know something though? No. Um, I literally said thank you for taking over, and I was going to sh- like close it off. And yeah. then you cut me off and then took it back <laughs> and then put it back on me. So now it feels like I wasted our time by speaking earlier. But it's well, fine. if you we cut, move. if you edited the podcast, then we would cut out that. You're making extra work for me for what? For your leisure? Fine, I'm not fine, doing fine. that. Thank, fine. Thank you for having me, Puya. It was really great to step in as the host of this episode. I don't want you can find your me on pity. No, shut, blah, 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 blah. No, no. I'm going to boop your snooze. No. I'm going to come over there. No. Mess with the pen. There's also one line that says, uh, he's a big celeb. He's a big celeb. Trickster through and through. This is easily the most WTF podcast we've had so far. I would agree. I I would probably agree. Not not a total, but. No, this is probably the worst one we've done so far. It's like, I'm enjoying it, but it's one of those where it's like, it's clear that you had to be a part of it to enjoy it. I think right, combined well, with the random tangents and all the cludal do nonsense, I don't think it's going to translate well. Maybe it does. Who knows? Here, You know what? I was going to propose something. And I'll live ask you because I'm not editing this. What do you think about putting up a goal? And if we get that goal, we do a one-off talking about holy moly 3D and 2D. Well, I will say, first of all, that that podcast was totally weird because it was a lot of holy moly 2D and 3D. 3D and 2D, whatever. And yes, I'm into it. I We got some good recommendations for holy moly 2D, 3D, 4D. So, yeah. so I'm down. Here's what I wanted to propose. If you would humor me for a second and then we'll get out of people's hairs or earbuds rather. So we are currently sitting at a hundred and four reviews on iTunes, which by the way, everybody, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate that from you. Um, how about we set a goal? 
And if this goal is fulfilled by the time we get together for the finale podcast, which is in about roughly seven, eight days. Okay. If the goal is fulfilled. We watch Holy Moly 3D and 2D and we talk about it. I want not much. I'm not asking for a lot. I think we can get to 115. 11 reviews. I think we can get there. Um, Holy think? Moly fans are going to come out of the woodwork. I know. I nearly said 120, but then I didn't want to not get there. So I'm staying Aww. safe. 115. It ends with a five. Season five ends with a five. That works. That's good. And it's not 105, which is just one rating. Imagine, do one review. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so 11 <laughs> reviews. I think it's possible. If you would like to leave a rating and review, please go over to robswebsite.com slash masked singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. Every bit of rating and review, regardless of this ridiculous goal, does help and does help us get discovered and does help us get closer to taking over from Bow Wow on the official podcast of The Masked Singer, which, by the way, not great podcast. That's that. And as far as where you can find me, Leon, to answer your question from earlier that I definitely uh, segued from all major social media platforms at Puyaism, specifically twitch.tv slash Puya for any content I do there. I do stream there many times a week, especially during these off seasons. And then, uh, of course, talking 90 Day Fiance with Rob every week. And that's been a delightful treat as well. The season of Happily Ever After so far has been delivering. So I'm here for it. That's right. Boom. Yeah. And where can people find you, Liana? Well, you cut me off and I was trying to give a where you can find me on social media at Liana R-H-A-P or on Twitch at Liana Ism. That's me. Twitch? I said Twitch. I said Twitch. The says otherwise. Twitch. Maybe cut off. I don't know. Twitch. Twitch. Also, I think we ate five guys before doing this. I feel like the burgers made us weirder. Okay, that's a weird... Look, just end the podcast. Just turn it off. Stop it. You're hosting! Oh, sorry! Okay, alright. Bye! Love you guys. Bye! It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.